also for those that don't know about the Ghost Trash, because you know we do have listeners that I don't know if the Cutter is going to be tuning in anytime soon again <laughs> since episode six, I think. Deep cover. <laughs> but for those that aren't that aren't familiar with Ghost Track, uh, according to legend, back in the 30s or 40s, a school bus full of children basically was crossing the tracks, and the bus stalled, and train hit the bus, and all the kids died. And ever since then, cars would drive up to the tracks. Was it you cut off the engine? You put yeah, the car in neutral, neutral yeah. and, and then put, uh, the children, on your, on yeah, your you put beta powder on the bumper, and the children push your car over to the other side of the tracks to safety. And you get out and you check, and there's handprints everywhere. Well, you know, of course, they busted that, you know, like you said, optical illusion. And of yeah, course, and they said it happened in other cities, in Utah, yeah, Austin, exactly. whatever else. So, I mean, it's just one of those common things, kind of like Mothman, I guess, or, <laughs> or Mothman. Bigfoot. That sounds awesome. Well, tickle, tickle Monster. Or, or the Jersey Devil. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, but you know, just to kind of fill people in on that kind of lore, um, one of the other, one of my other favorite local San Antonio lore, and I grew up on this story, uh, and I'm gonna have to look it up as I talk about it. But El Camaroncito, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Devil in the Dance Hall. Yes, exactly. Hey, Mike, uh, we know someone who wrote a movie about that, right? Yeah. Hopefully, you get to see that one of these days. <laughs> What's the name of it? What? The name of the movie. The name of the movie. It's yeah. called Men Not Gods. Excellent. That's right. Excellent script, by the yes. way. Uh, coming soon, hopefully yeah. from uh, Ortiz Media. Hopefully, um, no. But that brings up a fun question. Un, un, unrelated is like you know, can the bands like Nine Inch Nails get away with doing like score by Trent Reznor because you're that big and otherwise it should be because Magui did the uh, the score right for the Zidane and it was just yeah Magui, but they're a band entity whereas like Nine Inch Nails is one guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I guess I would look at what I do as a band, even though I don't have like a specific group of guys it's always intended not to be one person. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I would list yeah. any score work as as the band name as, as well. As the band name. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, I, think um, so. I thought one of the things we were going to do in the Halloween episode to uh, to keep it a little fresh too is to talk about our scary movies and is Halloween both of y'all's favorite holiday uh, during the year? It's my it's my favorite holiday by I'm, far I'm of all of fat. them. My favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. See, I love Thanksgiving. I like to eat, pass out and then eat and then pass out. See, I love Thanksgiving as well. It's 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 really great because it's truly all about the food. Um you're not really grateful for anything. You don't really give thanks. Yeah. Um, grateful for this beautiful you're America. Gra- you're grateful st- every America. every day, you know. <laughs> but uh Halloween's that one holiday that kind of you know every major holiday starts way ahead in the stores, oh, yeah. but it's the one that when you're not in the store part, it actually is ongoing in your house. Mm-hmm. You've got the candy ongoing. I'm munching candy all month. You know, I buy the candy well ahead in advance to, to, to pass out. Oh, the mini Snickers, the mini Twix, the mini Kit Kats, gone. Ooh, Full bags. I'm probably gaining 10, 15 pounds every October, every year, and then spend the next couple of months trying to drop one-tenth of it. <laughs> but, um, of course, the decorations, seeing all the mm-hmm. houses decorated, so it's easily my favorite year. But funny enough... I am not a scary movie person. I yeah. don't like really them. They and honestly, it's half of them are stupid, and mm-hmm. the other half scare me. And I'm scared yeah. of being scared. Mm-hmm. And I'm unless you guys want to come and cuddle me because, yeah. <laughs> you know, I need someone to to take care of me. I need someone to make me feel. I need to watch them with the lights you. on during yeah. the daytime with the windows Rickle open. Rickle spoon you. Night. See, I, I can do that. But yeah. nighttime. The stuff that scares me, I do. I watch during the day as well. Nighttime so with the lights off, with my curtains closed, and there's sounds going outside in the house. Not going to happen. It's just yeah. I'm not going to have a good well, night's sleep. Well, then I can't sleep. show you that video of the hotel tonight. <laughs> then we'll have to wait. 
for another time because that that I saw at two a.m. just as I was about to try to fall asleep, and mm-hmm. I did not sleep that night. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm not too much into scary films either, you know. So okay, so while we're we were on this little section here, because we'll get back to your your El Camaroncito. Yeah. Uh, so something we had talked about in the spirit of our our show here was uh, your top five horror movies, which is interesting now that you guys say you're not big fans of horror. Well, and I'm not name, either. I can name I, five, probably. You know, I, I, there, there's a million people out there that probably are more in tune and appreciate horror movies more than I do even. Because mm-hmm. me, like, I'm a chicken. Again, like, a movie like Paranormal Activity I saw on Netflix at, like, one in the afternoon, <laughs> and I hate it. It's a terrible fucking yeah. movie. Like, you can't tell me it's yeah, a great movie, no. but it still creeps you out. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's still course. creepy. Well, see, but that, to me, that's that's where you've got three different groups of, of those types of movies. You either have the creepy ones that are just mm-hmm. validly creepy. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. I wouldn't say they're horror films or they're scary films, right. but they're creepy. Yeah. Then you have what I would call... Your gruesome films, right? Like torture porn, yeah, hostile type bullshit. They're not scary. Cabin fever. It's just gross and it's just stupid. Saw. Yeah, exactly. I can't get into any of those, and I know people love them. People yeah. love. Them. People love them. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of those. And then to me, you have the classics that would be something that I would say was only scary because of the time of my life that I saw it right. when like I was what? a kid. Like what? Like my f- ultimate favorite, Poltergeist. Well, that's a scary. I movie. love Poltergeist. To me, that it's was a PG scary. PG movie. <laughs> Somehow, that scared <laughs> well, the shit out of me. Well, well, which one was it? The skeletons it was it, in the swimming pool. Yeah. Well, was it number two? Was it number two when uh, uh, when, when Kate, Coach vomited up? When he the throws worm? up the fucking worm out yes. of the tequila bottle. That freaked me the shit out, like dude. The first time I ever, the first and only time I ever ate a worm out of a tequila bottle. That's all I thought of. That, was yeah, like, exactly. This is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna puke him up. He's gonna be under the bed and chasing around the fucking house trying <laughs> exactly. to kill him. Exactly. That shit was crazy. And that and that little lady, the little old lady. Oh yeah, the, creeped me out yeah, too. Yeah. Even though she was a good person, she was still creepy. She was still creepy as hell. And then the priest. Oh yeah, the, the guy, the, the fucking old. What's his name? Uh, Kane. Oh. Yeah, Kane. What's his name? Reverend oh, Kane. That he. That motherfucker. Crazy. Yeah. Second one, um, and just more because of the idea of it, and of course. So this is your list. We're this is my list. Okay, this good. is my so list. Poltergeist is at the top. Poltergeist is at the top. Okay, so we're going down. We're gonna go down, probably. Okay. Yeah. I, I, All right. The next You're one going that comes down. to Mario's going down. going down. The next one I, I, that comes to my mind oh, is oh, Serpent. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, 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 sound sound effects by <laughs> by Ortiz Media. <laughs> no. Serpent in the Rainbow. Have, have either of you ever seen that? No. I saw it when I was younger. Like, don't bury me. Yes. I'm not dead. Yes. I'm trying to remember. Bill. Uh, what's it? Bill. Uh, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Yeah. With the, he's in Jamaica. Or yeah. Or Haiti or something. Yeah, Haiti, yeah, right? Haiti with the zombie. And, show. and the the other dad from the Cosby Show. Um, there were three dads. There was Cosby, his dad, and then the neighbors or somebody's dad. He was the voodoo. The guy with the white hair. No, 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 no that, like, was his, that was no his, his. That was his dad. That was the. Fu- no, 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 that was. The, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was that was. Yeah, uh, Crosby, Crosby's dad. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, the other guy with the short hair, with the accent, was the voodoo priest oh, in gotcha. *Serpent in the Rainbow*. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creeped the hell out of me because the idea of the movie is that it's Haiti and you know and it's real. And, yeah, the movie's based yeah, on yeah, some based real on reality. Yeah. You know, this guy was a voodoo priest and he would bring people back to be his slaves. Yeah, and with the dust, right? They're like, yeah, yeah. What you know? Of course, now you know. We're a little bit more knowledgeable as, as a as a culture, as a as a community, but we realized that oh, it's a blowfish toxin or whatever, yeah. and it brought them close to death, and then they buried them, and then they rose, and they th- thought, oh, I guess I'm a zombie. I guess I have to serve this douchebag. Yeah. But as a kid, that's scary shit. Number three, 
and only because I never watched the whole thing because it scared the shit out of me. Omen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The pictures yeah. with the the line going through people and then they would die. That was mm-hmm. creepy. Or he's the Antichrist, right? Yeah, like Damien. Damien, right? yeah, yeah, and the dogs. Like because of that movie, I was not a fan of. Was it uh, not Rottweilers, but uh, Dobermans? Oh. Right? Wasn't well, it Dobermans? The in ones protected him. Yeah, I haven't seen. That they were since. like devil dogs. Yeah, yeah. So like, I was never a fan of of Dobermans. Now I'm, you know, I'm cool with them, whatever. But uh, as a kid, that freaked <laughs> we're me. Cool. We're, we're cool. We're cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're on a first name basis. Dope. So, so what are some of y'all's favorite movies you remember scaring the crap out of you that weren't intended to be scary movies? Like I was thinking about as a kid stuff I saw that when I was too young that I shouldn't have seen that like now I go back and watch it and it's actually, I want to pretend like, oh, it's so funny now. But actually there's a little part of the back of my head that's like, that still scares the shit out of me. And I always think of Maximum Overdrive as one of those oh, movies that... the fucking Green Goblin. The Green Goblin on the 18-wheeler was terrifying a, see, enough. I've never seen that. But then it's 10 times terrifying because it's a killer. Like, it actually kills and there's blood in the movie. And uh, I just remember being, and like, the fucking scared. lawnmower that runs over yes. the little kid. And yes. The, the fucking it, coke machine that they kills sh- all those baseball players. They oh, okay. show, like, dead children in the, in the movie. It's It's nasty. And I remember as a kid, like... Man, that freaked me the hell out. And I was all big into cars and trucks and toy yeah. trucks and toy cars and stuff like that as a kid. So I didn't want to play with that stuff for a while because yeah. I was like, oh, no, it's going to come to life. But oh, wow. if you've never seen Maximum Overdrive, it's like the yeah. whole ACDC. Yeah, ACDC soundtrack. And uh, Stephen King wrote it for the screen. And it was, directed it. Was, Did he direct right. it too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Right. But uh, man, that scared the shit out of me. That was man. terrifying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I mean, I don't think it's meant as, like, horror horror, but it was meant to be... Yeah, because it was a no, short story. It was, it was in that... Yeah, uh, it was in the collection. Um, past Midnight, uh, whatever it is. Something Past Midnight. It had a bunch of yeah. short stories in it, and that was one of them. Yeah, he had some other good, good ones. I think that, that had some of the Cat's Eye yeah. stories in it, too. Yeah. Cat's Eye freaked me out, too, yeah. with the damn bird pecking his uh, the guy from Airplane. The right? That, yeah, that's yeah, who it is, yeah, the, yeah. the pilot from He's Airplane? Because if you walk the ledge, you can... <laughs> He like owes him money or something. And then, of course, uh, who could forget the first Twilight Zone with John Lithgow in the plane? Oh, oh my gosh, the man, that, that was good. That's that classic. That, that'll keep you on the ground for a long time. Yeah. If, well, you're, if you're the wrong the old age, one, watching the old one was the old one was uh, who William Shatner. Yeah, the William Shatner one. That was just comical at this yeah. point. Yeah, but the yeah, the John Lithgow one. That's I, the good I, one. Every time I get on a plane, I'm just waiting for that little fucker to come <laughs> out. And I remember as a kid, I would I would play it up and I'd be like, oh, he's he like he's funny looking. He's playing guitar. Like I would invent all these like versions of it that didn't happen. And it was just because I was so fucking just to like, cope with the lightning's it. hitting. He's like, yeah, he's like the lightning's hitting him. Then he's up the window and he's got his hand on his face. Yeah, fucking bit. But oh man, that's a good one too. This, what, what number was I on? I was you were on. on uh, was three. I on three? You're on your three. This is your three now. You just did Poltergeist and you did. Uh, so you're doing your top. Your top, top what? Top five. Top, top five. five scary in order of scariness. I haven't said yeah. any top. Can, I was just yeah. Being you random. can go either way, up or down, and it doesn't have to be like. It could be a shitty horror movie or your favorite horror movie or the best horror movie or whatever you want. But go so ahead. the next two are two that gave me nightmares. Wait, wait you did Poltergeist. I did Poltergeist. For some of the people out there. So yeah. they, like Netflix. Serpent of the Rainbow. Serpent of the Rainbow. Next one. Third. Um, only because I was like five or six when uh-huh. it came out. Maybe even it came out before, but I snug out of my bedroom to watch it. And my parents were like, you can't come out. Just stay in your room and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch TV. I'm like, okay, whatever. Cool. Then I hear screams and whatever, so I run out to the living room without them knowing, and I behind the couch watching Werewolf in London. Oh fuck! Yes, that and, <laughs> and and it's animatronic moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. When it's in the fucking subway and the guy sees it. Oh, dude! So that fucked me up. Like I gotta legitimately say that no, fucked me up. We had a dog at that time. Yeah. After I saw that, I hate to say it because of cinnamon, I love you. 
I started throwing rocks at her because I thought she oh was. A, I thought she was a machine, not like this heavy is rocks. What, this just is like light rocks. Mario's anti. This this freaked me out. Life this freaked me out, dude. Like I that little, was a scary rock. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's, she was a robot. Weird, my though. parents actually had I'm to explain to, to me like she's that. not. Don't get you. Mario throws rocks at his dog. That's brutal. I was a kid. I didn't know any better. And then my parents explained, no, she's real. She's not. A, right, a werewolf. You know, a werewolf, you know, yeah. but it messed me. It really messed me Beware up. Beware the moors. The other, the other one that goes hand in hand with that was because with, the, I would say in my memory, within days or months of seeing one, I saw the other, which was the thriller video. Oh yeah, which was inspired by American yes, Werewolf in London. Exactly, and to this day, I gotta say, the makeup effects when he turns into the werewolf, yeah. still. From the awesome. movie or from Michael Jackson? From Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's funny because he looks fucking no, nuts, and his dude. fucking yellow eyes. Yes, fucking yellow. No, not eyes. as the zombie, but as the werewolf. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, when he turns at the end, he's got the yellow fucking eyes. Oh well, no, like, that last scene. Yeah, that yeah, last scene. But no, I'm like, saying when he. It's all right, baby. Let's get some duck what, butter on your ass. What's the problem? What's the problem? What's the problem? That creepy. And the zombies walk across the land. <laughs> but no, but the I was just zombies. forty thousand years. <laughs> oh man, with every ghoul and yeah, like the the zombies the were fine. Stinking stench of Stennis. <laughs> oh man, dude. Smash, smash, Vincent, man. Vincent, Pri- Vincent, yeah, Vincent Price. Price was amazing. Vincent Nuffrio. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said Vincent Pryor. <laughs> original <laughs> Original Fight Night terrified me. Fright Night? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good one, too. That got me good. I used to I watch thought, that. Over. I haven't seen the original. I've it's, seen the, the newer no, one. It's a lot. The, the new one's shit. Because, I, because I it was always... Farrell, the new one's It shit. was always the best thing where there's, like, that twinge of, like, underlining sexuality oh, with yeah, the yeah. vampire. She's a with, virgin right. and all that. And, and she's and, trying to get laid. And that's Amanda Beers that you're like, wow, oh. she's so attractive. And, chicken oh legs. Chicken legs from Married with Children. <laughs> and that's... He always called her chicken legs. That's... What's his face, right? From Herman's Head? Yeah, uh, William Ragsdale. Ragsdale, and yeah. then uh, Chris Sarandon. And Chris Sarandon. Fright Night. That's like, and it, it's funny and it's scary as fuck. Like when his buddy turns one. into the werewolf and he fucking has to stab him with the fucking like banister wood and shit. I need to see that. That's a creepy fucking movie. It's a lot. It's scarier than the new one. Yeah, the well, new one's more stylized, obviously, but like the original one's good. I need to see the original one. But to top off my list, mm-hmm. number five. Um, and not horror as in Halloween horror, but as in like, like legitimately like it freaks me out still. Mm. The original Jaws. Oh, that's nice. That's a good inclusion. Yeah. That is the one of the perfect movies yeah. ever made. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And and I've gone swimming in the ocean, and I've reluctantly like I'll die. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm not a good swimmer. I'll I would drown in a pool probably mm-hmm. again. But like, if I get in the ocean, I need to go swimming in the ocean. At the same time, in the back of my head, just, yeah. I'm like, I'm freaked out the whole time. Like, yeah. I'm on, I'm amped on this, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to yeah. get fucking killed. No, no, I, I feel you. Every time I go to the ocean, I love swimming in the ocean. I love getting in the ocean. And every time I get in the ocean, I go, I'm going to get eaten I'm by die. a shark. Yeah, I'm just waiting it. for it to come. Yeah. I hope it's painless. Yeah, That's exactly. I, I hope it just takes my head off. Yeah. It never oh. takes your head. It always takes your fucking I leg, know, right? your foot. Yeah, Some shit that's something that hurt. you need. If, yeah, you know, or, and you'll live and you just have to have a fucking leg yeah, anymore. Yeah, and then you'll be a, a story. You know? Yeah, I'm like oh, that don't go swimming in that part of the. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that, that's my top five. And then as far as just like honorable mentions, just for for comedy sake, I would say Monster Squad is one of my uh, favorite. That's a good one. Yeah. Kid movie kind of things, and then I guess Goonies for whatever that counts for for being freaky or creepy or yeah. 
or at least Monster Squad's your, a good one. I love Monster Squad, dude. Yeah, Wolfman's got nards. That's right. Michael, uh, you, Mike, I know you didn't say. I know you said that you're not a huge fan of of horror films, but do you have a a five or? I, I didn't pre-show think of an actual list. I was just trying to name stuff off the top of my head. So, yeah. so um, does Maximum Overload fit in that list? Um, Maximum Load. Wow. <laughs> maximum Overdrive. My bad. It's right in front of me. I'm like Overload. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Have you ever taken a Maximum Load? <laughs> Stay tuned for the porn episode much yeah, later down the road. Exactly. Um, a uh, scientific exploration of <laughs> oh, education no. and no, introspection. No, 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 no. Chasing um, Amy. Just watch Chasing Amy. That's all you need to know. Well, I'm just trying to go back off like like childhood factor, but also I'm factoring in like legit now. Like Blair Witch Project, legit. Mm, As yeah. an adult, that Terrifying. was the first movie. That was the first Terrifying. movie that I'd been sitting in a theater and it got me. I remember sitting there and being like, I'm, I am scared completely yeah. like freaked out like Rick was saying earlier like that was pre-internet pre-hype yeah. pre-whatever yeah. and you, you just, saw it early on yeah and you didn't know all the bullshit so that, that, came that yeah. the Blair Witch Project will always have that place in my heart and my brain that just completely immersed me and I don't know if, if you it's that feeling in a movie where you go into a movie like oh it's just a movie but by the time you're halfway through you don't know you're in a movie anymore you don't yeah. know you don't even know you're sitting in a seat you're just you're in it you're in there yeah, yeah you're completely like last section hero you are in it and you're part of it and invested and scared and um so funny enough now like when I when I watch it now and I rewatch it I look at it now it's just an amazing movie it doesn't unfortunately well see I want to say it doesn't scare me but that it's very still, last scene is that. pretty yeah, yeah. okay I, so let me fix it and say if i happen to be watching it at night and i'm by myself and it's too quiet i can't i can't yeah, do it i gotta go turn the light on I'm like yeah. ah! <laughs> so blair witch for sure man that was legit yeah. you like run across the living room real fast um i give honorable mention to like the ring because that was still kind of that was creepy it was creepy yeah. i wouldn't creepy. say legit scary but it was creepy it got me um signs that yeah. stupid Ooh, yeah. scene when the alien shows up yeah. catches you yeah, yeah i was like ah so that was creepy as well. That was good. But those aren't top five. But definitely Blair Witch gets a, a nod for, for a top five listing. Um, let me see. I don't have any memory. I don't think I've seen Friday the 13th. I don't think I've seen any of the uh, Freddy's. I think I've seen the first yeah. Halloween, which is kind of disappointing because it's not really scary. Um, so I guess I'd have to give Fright Night a, a shout out still. That's a good one. I'd have to... Um, Say Maximum Overdrive freaked me out for a long time. So mentioning those three right there, that's um, gonna come. Well, you know what? Honestly, Alien, first Alien. Oh yeah, scary. Oh, yeah. That's, that's top five scary right there. There's yeah. nothing more terrifying to me than that scene in Alien. So Alien gets to be, even though it's not. There's another unintended horror movie that's not yeah. meant. It's, that's sci-fi, right? And that yeah. Yeah. scared the shit out of me. So that's that's, a good one. that's, that's four good. right there. Um. Maybe the Care Bears movie where the book has that green face coming out of it. And I don't think I've seen the Care Bears movie. That's pretty scary. Um, I'm not kidding. That was scary. I don't know if it's top five scary, but that was pretty, that was pretty good. How so, about a segment of film? How about Never Ending Story with the Gamork? That was scary. When I was a kid, that was scary. That uh, brought me back to Michael Jackson. Coattailing you right there. There's my fifth is is Wizard of Oz, the sequel. That That's enough right that's there. The that's, the the, the Balk. Balk. that's the one with Feruja Balk? That's the one with Feruja Balk. That's the one with the lady with the heads. Terrifying, yeah. and you know why it was terrifying? Because it coupled, 
in, in Wizard of Oz 2, the Return to Oz or whatever, she's got those different heads that she puts on different heads mm. or whatever. Ew. Well, I remember going into my grandfather's closet. Right? <laughs> it was my grandfather and my grandmother's room. Um, and one of those forbidden things is like looking in drawers and things you're not supposed to look yeah. at. And my grandfather had some badass stuff in his, in his in their room. And I'd open one of his drawers and there'd be something as simple as a polished perfect shoehorn and then it'd be like a cigar box but you open the cigar box and there's other stuff in there that's like like a buck knife and all these cool stuff so i opened their closet to look for cool stuff well i look up in the top of the closet and it's my grandmother had some varying wigs but uh, the wigs were on those like white, white heads, heads. Yeah. oh man you see that as a nine-year-old and then you see wizard return to oz with the difference like, ah! so, <laughs> so there it is man rounding it out that was horrible that was so uh, I, I might have a different list another day but right now that's it, it. Stephen King's it first half yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Half. just creepy is, creepy high yeah. creepy value yeah it's scary uh, though shiny oh. I'm not a fan of that movie why I, I you know I never saw it as a kid oh yeah so I didn't experience I was wasn't interested and I saw it recently because a friend of mine was like oh the shining is so badass you gotta yeah. wait so blah blah and I watched it and I was like eh yeah and he, even ex- even I even tried like watching the documentary like the room whatever the room mm, number yeah. is where they're like exploring all the different theories red room the Apollo you know fucking Apollo NASA connections and all that other shit like, all that. there's all kinds of like everybody thinks there's all these like uh, uh, like subliminal kind of uh, messages in the movie that like really yeah yeah like it's a con- back to the conspiracy thing that we'll have to do they, a part two conspiracy thing. yeah they, they had said that like no. uh, St- <laughs> Stanley Kubrick like was the one that no NASA conspiracy. hired to film the uh, fake moon landing oh yeah and that The Shining is a uh, a, a confession to that oh really and there I mean you can go there's a, a long documentary on, on YouTube about it yeah and uh, to a shout out to whoever made that shit it's boring but whatever it's yeah. there and it, 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 there's all these like little things where it's like, oh, like the kids wearing an Apollo 11, you know, mm, sweater, yeah. and there's all these symbols and all this shit. And it's him admitting that like it was fake. And but huh. the, it's a, it's a stupid conspiracy because they said that in exchange for uh, sh- shooting the fake moon landing, that NASA gave him these really highly advanced camera lenses that he used <laughs> to make 2001 Space Odyssey. Interesting. So I, I've never seen that movie, so I don't know if that's worth faking a movie. You've never seen 2001? No. I've wow. Seen, I've seen um, it, but I don't remember it. It was um, yeah, a long time but, ago. But uh, anyway, so that that's, yeah. Uh, honestly, that stuff makes the shiny more, or one of them is like, it's a kind of an apology to like Native Americans for the genocide that white men committed against them. And in, in the light of that, I can appreciate it like one percent more but yeah. it just it doesn't scare me it's kind of a boring movie to me to me to me now yeah. as an adult if i had seen it as a kid and i'll touch on that with my top five but you know it'd be different but well let's let's rush right into it top five uh, and, uh, and honorable mentions or and and he'll put us to shame because he's probably thought about this for years and years and i just made crap off the top of my head if i could sit down and actually pre-visualize a proper list although i'm pretty proud of what i just came up with yeah it's good yeah but uh go ahead hit us so i'm I'm gonna say like wait wait are you looking at a computer screen no no, i I did a list earlier oh okay i told you guys i wouldn't pre-play afi's top five scary no 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 no. i have my i'm just kidding i have my little notepad oh i'm just playing there's one creepy one i want to add to it only because it started off as what I was going to think was going to be a great horror and then just immediately dove into just stupidity mm. uh, was the one that we saw uh, the demon with the red face and black face 
Insidious. Insidious. That's a scary fucking movie. It started movie, off dude. being, yeah, it started off being scary. Oh, but then scary. it goes like over the Then top, it goes into his room, the yeah, demon's yeah. room, where there's like, That's still scary, let's man. cram every creepy thing we can into this room. Like, That's like stupid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like fucking polishing his yes. nails or something. I was like, shit. That, as, as soon he's as that happened, lost me. Yeah, I didn't It's still scary. I scared. The second one scared me too. Just I creepy. haven't seen it because creepy, creepy people. Stupid. Creepy shit scares me. Yeah. So, yeah, so like. Uh, when I was looking at my pre-show top five horror movie list, I was thinking about this because, again, I was a chicken. I was a, as a kid, I was a chicken, 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 chicken. I cried very easily at movies. I was tra- traumatized very easily at movies. I was scared of the dark until I was like almost too old to to not be ashamed of it. Um, so there's plenty of movies that scare the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like the original like Nightmare on Elm Street scared the shit out of me. The, oh, second I that was funny. the second one scared the shit out of me, even though it's a terrible movie. Uh, yeah. It scared me. Um, uh, Poltergeist. Cause, you know, there's all the movies that scared me, that, that scared yeah. me. But then again, I was watching them. I was like five or six years old. Right. Watching them because too, of that time too, frame. too young to be watching shit like that oh, on yeah. cable or whatever it was. Um, so I'm kind of discounting some of that stuff because, I mean, a five-year-old, if you like fucking like, you know, jump out of – you know, hallway in front of a five-year-old, you're probably going to traumatize them forever. So yeah. like, so I'm kind of discounting that. So uh, the stuff I'm, I'm uh, referencing is a little bit more recent because it's stuff that I can appreciate as an adult and as a kid probably would have freaked me out. So, uh, anyways, so my top five, uh, it's kind of not really in any order, but I'll just start with uh, the thing, the original thing, mm. or actually the second remake, I guess, or the first the, remake of the thing, which so the is color the, version. The, the Kurt, Kurt Russell, Russell one. Yeah. yeah. The Kurt okay. Russell, um, uh, Wilford Brimley, um, Keith David, David Keith, Keith David, Keith David. Man with version. two first names. Um, version. And as a kid, I remember I saw that on a tape. My stepdad used to have this like very uh, elaborate, ordered list of his VHS tapes. He had like, like you know, this is VHS. This is like yeah. 20 years ago, right? Um, but he had like actual like printed out lists of like horror movies, action movies, blah blah. And I remember as a kid, like I would try to watch the horror movies, and I w- I couldn't make it through all of them. But I think uh, the thing was one of them. And finally, I watched it one day. And at that point, when I was and I was this granted this when I was you know, uh, you know probably thirteen already. Mm-hmm. So it was old later on in life. Terrified me, terrified me, and tr- I thought to this day probably one of the goriest, creepiest movies I've ever seen. Even now, I mean, if you watch it now, it's the, the the practical effects are still incredible and like disgusting. Like, and, and especially being like now, being like a dog lover, like when you see what happens to the mm. two dogs in the beginning of the movie, and them having like one of the dogs is terrified because the other dog is the alien. It's got the tentacles and it's like absorbing the other dog. It's just this disgusting oh, thing. And it's like, and I've never it's, seen it. It's you've never seen it. I've never seen you've it. You've got to see it. I mean, I, don't watch it. the newest prequel yeah. remake, whatever. It's think, terrible, yeah. unfortunately. But that one is great, and it because it's it taps into very. It's a very simple story. It taps into something very simple, which is the unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like, what if the person in front of you is not who you think they are, mm, yeah. and you trust them with your life because you have to, and they're not who they are. You know, and it, and on top of that, it's just a gory fucking movie. Like, you know, there's a at one point, um, one of the guys has a heart attack. He has a heart attack, and the doctor goes to resuscitate him with like the you know the paddles. The paddles, and when he goes to pump it onto his chest, his fucking chest opens up, and like these shark 
fucking this shark mouth fucking opens up out of his chest and bites the guy's fucking hands off. <laughs> okay? And then they're like, oh my god. And then the guy, the guy who's supposed to be the guy, but he's actually the alien, is like dying. His fucking head like falls off the table and like tears away from his body, turns into a fucking spider and like runs off down the fucking hall. It's all this fucking horrible, disgusting, uh. gory shit. But it's, it's brilliant. But it's it's so like, you know, especially probably seen it as a kid. Maybe not. You watch it now, it might have the same effect yeah. because you know, y- your your eye is different than it was you yeah. know when you're a kid. But it's still a great movie. Still creepy as shit. Still, and it ends with this kind of like dot 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 like ellipse thing where mm-hmm. you don't know what happens next. Yeah, it's not like they defeat it; it's gone forever. It's yeah. alien, you know. But it's a shape changing alien that that can that can mimic whatever biological matter that it absorbs, you know, yeah. or living thing that it absorbs. Mm. So anyways, that's definitely on, on, I gotta see on the, on, on my list because it's just, it's one of those that terrified me as a kid. And now again, watching it now scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the next one, um, was, uh, lost boys, oh, which yeah. came out, I think, I think came out in 86 and this is like mm. the Corey's, you know, like yeah. the Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, Jamie Jertz, um, Jason Patrick, you know, it was kind of like that 80s perfect kind of perfect storm of 80s oh, time yeah. period. Um, and it was, you know, it's a horror movie. It's classified as a horror movie, but it's also, you know, it's it's funny. It's funny. It's got Goonies-esque. like, it's got funny stuff. Yeah, it's kind of elements of Goonies. The Frog that type Brothers. Of thing. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely funny parts, but it's a scary story, you know, like, yeah. and it's the same deal. It's like, it's like something that like a lot of good horror movies touch on, especially ones that relate to kids, is that as a kid, um, feeling like you're disconnected from your parents and that they don't not only don't understand you but that they can't help you mm-hmm. that whatever you're going that you're through alone. in your life that yeah. you're alone yes exactly and kinda that's like thing. monster squad too yeah and that's that kind of thing that like Corey Haim's character you know he's mm-hmm. kind of this innocent dorky very effeminate kid if you look back he <laughs> yeah, has a, he has a Rob Lowe poster on his wall for some yeah. reason like a sweaty juicy Rob Lowe poster <laughs> uh, but um and he even says, like, he goes to the comic book store, and the Frog Brothers are like, here, Dracula, you know, whatever the fuck, kill all vampires, yeah. comic book. And he's like, I don't read scary comics, you know, because he's, he's scared of that. It's not his thing, you know. Uh, he likes Superman and whatever. Uh, but that's the thing. It was just a scary movie because it's the same thing. It kind of, like, it, it very cleverly taps into the transitional period between mm-hmm. being a kid and being uh, an adolescent or being an adult where puberty and all these things happen where you're – there's that period as a kid where you're you know, maybe like 12 or 13 years old where you're kind of getting a little bigger, but you're not strong. Yeah. Strong in the way that you ever feel like you can defend yourself. Right. And there's always yeah. that, that kid who's maybe a year or two older than you that could beat your ass and you know it. Yeah. And no matter what you do, you know, you would lose the fight. Yeah. And that's kind of that point that it kind of like captures is like, and you even see that with the frog brothers where mm-hmm. they think they're like, yeah, we're, oh, vampire we're Kenner, we have, you know, <laughs> holy water and the Uzis with the holy water and the snakes and all the shit. But when they actually face the vampires, yeah, they're like, Oh my God, what the fuck do we do? And then of course the yeah. only one they're able to kill right off is like Marco. Who's yeah. a little, like a little <laughs> the vampire. Yeah. Like that's the one they kill. Like, you know, and, and after that, they're kind of overwhelmed too. Yeah. You know, like they have to get help, and then you know, as as it progresses, they have to help each other, and yeah. that's the older brother the has to help experience. them, and yeah, yeah. and it, it's such a cool. I mean, it is a coming of age story, the same way so many '80s movies were mm-hmm. that did it well, and of course, it has an incredible soundtrack. Oh yeah, as you know, Jamie Jertz or Gertz, Gertz. at her kind of height when oh, she was super high, and she was high, and um, 
it was just a cool movie. It was just a really cool movie. So I, I hold that deeply in my yeah. heart because I can still watch it and appreciate it. And I'm not really scared, you know, the same way I was when I first saw it. And I remember seeing it. Like, I remember on the corner of Bassey and uh, West Avenue, there used to be a little tiny movie store. That's where we rent our movies from. Hmm. And my cousin and my sister rented that one night. And I was probably, I must have been six years old. They're like, we're going to watch this movie. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch it with you. I'm cool. <laughs> and I was just terrified. Like, in the yeah. first scene where, like, you know, after they're at the carnival, yeah, the security the guard, gets pulled up. yeah, the security, the security guard kicks them off hmm. the, uh, the, the boardwalk and then he gets taken or whatever. Yeah. And then they, yeah, they kill the guy and his girlfriend and they're reading the comics and it tears and her off into the night. Pulls her up into I mean, the that, sky. I was just like, yeah. what? Like, no, like, yeah. I was done. I was fucking done. That's you know, pretty awesome opening. Uh, yeah. So it's just something that's always stuck with me. Um, another one, uh, of course, I think you have to like. A scary movie, but it was brilliant, and kind of the trailblazer was like Twenty Eight Days Later, mm, which yeah. kind of yeah. that was awesome. You know, I didn't I didn't grow up you know with like Night of the Living Dead or yeah. those kind of movies because again I was too scared and too young to really appreciate those kinds of things. But I remember when Twenty Eight Days Later, like much of a lot of people, is it it had it kind of this vibe that other movies didn't have, which was it was shot in this way that you weren't used to see movie shot, which mm-hmm. was on digital and it was grainy and it was gritty and it felt real. And zombies were, that was the first time yeah. that zombies ran like a motherfucker yeah. and screamed oh, and fucking, yeah. you know, they weren't these like slow moving kind of yeah. things. And it was just brilliantly done. And it just really, really captured, you know, the urban isolation. Mm-hmm. And again, being alone and not having help and not, being able to reason yeah. with the things that were kind of out there in the dark and of course a brilliant like fucking soundtrack too and uh anyway so that's a movie that always stands out like no matter what yeah, you know it's just, it's just everything about it is is great um another one i think i got two more um dog soldiers you guys ever seen either one you seen we that? started no. to watch that with uh, you guys with you and mm-hmm. carolyn and something happened and we left. Yeah, you got to watch that one. It's a it's Neil, werewolf, right? It's werewolf yeah, yeah. Story. Neil Marshall, uh, uh, military he's a Scottish Scottish director. Yeah, he also did The Descent. If you ever saw The Descent, which is like number it. six, if I had a top six. Oh yeah. Um. Anyways, it's about these like uh, British soldiers that are in the Scottish Highlands and they're on these maneuvers with like the special forces, and they think they're just playing war games and they don't realize you know what they're doing. They're just bait in this kind of war game thing. Well, anyways, it turns out what they actually are is bait. For this special, like special ops mission that these special forces guys were doing, is which is basically they're trying to capture like a werewolf. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so it, but it, the thing that's cool about this movie you can watch now and you can appreciate is that it's very consciously an homage to movies that came before. It's got elements of Aliens, of Predator, of Jaws, of The Matrix, of mm. uh, Evil Dead, the Evil Dead movies, and I mean, there's lines that are almost like wholesale taken from some of those movies yeah consciously like it's it's not a rip-off movie because they're very consciously paying homage to some of those moments yeah um so it's just about these like this small group of guys these soldiers that are kind of holed up in this house you know evil dead style and they're trying to fend off these werewolves until morning and that's it and i mean like i said there it's just a brilliant movie like uh, kevin mckid who's a badass actor is the main guy in it uh, another guy liam cunningham a badass actor Sean Pertwee um, just brilliant brilliant actors in this kind of B movie but again it kind of captures really the spirit of like older movies 80s mm-hmm. movies 90s movies and yeah. it's all practical effects like the werewolves are literally like guys in suits on painter stilts 
walking oh, around. Man. And it, it's creepy as fuck because they yeah. shoot him in the shadows. The movie's shot in 16 millimeter. It's a creepy as fuck movie. And, um, but again, like, and then plen- there's plenty of these, like, little Easter eggs of, like, uh, references to other movies. Like, there's a point where, like, this isn't really, you know, revealing anything, but, like, you know, there's somebody that's named Spoon in the movie, right? And there's a part where they're looking for him and blah, blah, blah. Something happens and they're like, where's Spoon? And they're like, there is no Spoon. You know, like the <laughs> yeah. Matrix reference, you know? And it's stuff that's like cool. that. Where it's these little references that are very aware that you as a viewer, as are somebody who's, who watches these types of genre movies will get I it. I like when they do that because you know? it, it makes you feel like you're part of that reality yeah, a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, Like they're including you in, in, in the reality of, yeah. of the movie. Exactly. So that's another one to catch. Uh, he's got The Descent. He's got... Uh, uh, what's the other one he's doing? He did uh, ah, fuck. He did the one about the lost Roman legion. Uh, one of those, not the eagle, but the other one. Anyways, got a couple of good movies. He did the uh, what the fuck's it called? I don't know. Someone out there will remember what I'm talking about. Um, anyways, the other movie on my list, the top, I guess it would be number one, is also a remake. I've never seen the original, and I've been dying. Me and Mike have been talking about this, trying to get him to watch this movie one day. Is the crazies? Uh. Oh, um, was that Rob Zombie? Uh, no, no, no. This is, uh, I forgot the guy that directed it, but it's got um, Timothy Oliphant in it. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Rada Mitchell. And uh, But it's like a town. of. Yeah, yeah. It's a town that's like just, something happens and people start getting infected from the water. And they're like, it just drives them crazy. They're killers. Mm-hmm. They're not zombies. They're not monsters. They're just... They Crazy. just want to kill shit. They're just I think violent, I've seen you know. Part of it. Yeah. And 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 for my money, and I always tell Mike this, it's like it's one of the few like movies I've seen in the genre of horror or whatever that is like perfectly done. It's perfectly casted. It's perfectly shot. It's perfectly paced. It's perfect. It makes sense. The world of the movie makes sense, mm-hmm. and it's brilliant. And Timothy Oliphant, like, and Michael Tessa, he's just a fucking like incredible legendary type of fucking dude actor you know yeah. he's just he's just great and even in the movie like this where you know if it was somebody else playing those roles or somebody else writing or directing it it would be maybe it's a schlocky kind of shitty remake of some B movie yeah but it's just so well done and it, and you give a shit because you know it's just well done and yeah. the acting is great so anyways that, that's probably at the top of my list because I can actually rewatch it it's creepy it's scary uh, it obviously has, you know, what a lot of um, successful horror movies have is it, it's got uh, topical relevance, you know, where it works as a good uh, allegory for things that are going on in the world. And, yeah. You know, and it's 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 interesting, you know, because now we can say that, right? We're living in a post 9-11 world. People like to say that. Yeah. But it's true. I mean, like yeah. movies that you've seen, art that you see now it's all in some way or another reflective of that. Mm -hmm. The society we live in now where people are more paranoid or people are more, you know, um, unsure of their surroundings or, you know, and, and feel isolated at the same time that everything is becoming globalized with the internet and everything else. You feel more isolated because Mm -hmm. there is a disconnect and there is a paranoia that comes with, you know, being too exposed or having, too much of yourself out in the world and makes yeah. you vulnerable makes the people you love vulnerable and I think yeah. movies that explore that which you know like things that are working right now you know probably like things like The Walking Dead that you mm-hmm. guys watch and stuff but things like that explore those ideas and are successful because you know you might have movies that like like for example The Walking Dead and I can only talk that in the peripheral because I don't watch it but it catches on with 
people that aren't just genre people or people don't like oh, horror yeah. movies. It catches on because it taps into something about people, which, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fears that all people have, that collective yeah. unconscious, you know? Well, I always tell people, because, like, I have friends that don't watch it or family that's like, oh, I would never watch it, and I don't care about zombies, and it's stupid. And, and I say, well, it's not really about the zombies. The zombies right. are, are the backstory, like, that it just exists in that world. Yeah. But the main part of it is is just the human condition you know like what people go through struggle yeah Yeah, the struggle either against the elements or against surviving or against other people and what horrors they bring you know and then oh yeah by the way when you're dealing with all this shit suddenly you're about to get attacked by a bunch of zombies and you have to fight that off too yeah you know it's, it's that interesting part of it and which is which is what i was referencing earlier when i was saying that the, the first episode of the new season was so gruesome and we weren't like Sarah and I were not used to that with dealing with the humans and only with the zombies. Yeah. So I'm, I can only see better things coming from, from, Oh, Hey, they've stepped it up a notch and things are getting freaky. Yeah. Like as far as that kind of a reference, I would hate, I would have to say one of the, to me, another genre of horror would be reality horror, hmm. which is you're not dealing with, ghosts paranormal or vampires or zombies or things that are made up or whatever but the actual human condition itself mm-hmm. and i would have to say viggo mortensen in the road oh yeah it's a yeah. horrible film yeah, you seen that mike which one the road no yeah it's it's, oh, terrible. it's hard terrible, it's hard terrible. to watch i, I imagine mean, as a father it's hard to yeah watch. it it's is even harder it really and, and and i wasn't when i saw it but like thinking back on it now i'm like like i told sarah i was like look if if shit hits the fan in all honesty, do we want to exist in that post-apocalyptic world? Do we want to deal with that, or do we yeah. want to just go ahead and check out and be like, "Hey, we're done. We're we're good." You yeah. know? Can you imagine having to deal in that kind of on a, world? Yeah, on a day-to-day basis. There's there's a yeah. movie that I just watched finally. It's an older movie. Uh, it's a low-budget movie. It's on Netflix, but uh, it's a movie called Stakeland. Mm, have heard, you heard of that? It's, it's making me if, hungry. If though. you get a chance, <laughs> if you get a chance, uh, on a porterhouse, watch it. Maybe it's a good week. It's a good weekend to watch it. It's not overly scary, mm-hmm. but it's 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 very much has the vibe, the tone of the of the road. Yeah. Except it's this again, like this post-apocalyptic world, right? Yeah. But it's uh where there's vampires, where this em- epidemic of vampires happen, and they've killed off all the people, and people live in these tiny communes, and <laughs> you know they kind of are blocked off from each other, and there's this paradise that people think exists, this community somewhere in Canada that everyone's trying to get to. Yeah. And it's a story of this like vampire hunter who's like this renowned guy because he actually fights them. Everyone else is just kind of huddled away, trying to live a life and yeah, and squalor, you know. And this guy actually kills them. So he's like he actually kills them, and he's well known enough where like he he after he kills them he he rips off their fangs. Mm-hmm. He can he actually uses their fangs as currency. <laughs> you know he can go to a hotel and be like here I'll give you this and I'll you know I'm gonna stay here the night because that's how like yeah prestige prized. yeah prize this type of thing is in this world and it's about him this kid he takes under his wing and he's trying to train the kid to be a vampire hunter also <laughs> and. It's very much like the road in the sense that there's kind of like vignettes where they meet these people and you're like, as soon as you start to care about people they meet, (laughs) they die in some horrible way, Uh, you know? But anyways, it's worth checking out because, again, it's similar to the road. It's got the same type of vibe. It's not quite – because it has more of a horror movie vibe, it's not quite as desolate and realistic. Yeah. But it's worth watching. So the Stakeland. Stakeland. Yeah. And it came out a couple years ago, but it's a good movie. I'd be willing to check that out. Yeah. Um, I think that concludes our movie portion. Yeah, so let's get back to our... We were talking about local stuff. Yeah. 
You can visit us on our home on the web at www.itsaguythingpodcast.com, on Instagram and Facebook at It's a Guy Thing Podcast, and Twitter, It's a Guy Thing Pod. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and we'll be coming soon to many other podcatchers. Thanks for listening.